Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. I've talked often about communication, and today we're going to touch a little bit on that, but we're going to talk more about interpretation and clarification of different things. So we've done a couple episodes on communication. I feel that communication is extremely important in any type of relationship or any type of interaction. Um, If you just have a quick one-off business interaction, there needs to be clear communication. If you have a relationship, whether that's a employee-employer relationship, whether that's a intimate relationship, a marriage, dating, um, business relationship, where it's a, a continued relationship, um, friendships, you need to communicate. You need to be able to interpret what someone says and interpret it right. Um, a big thing is and when you talk to people and, and you talk about what you want to do and what's going on, and one person might like say, hey, uh, this is what I would like to do. So that's a request. It's simply a request. I would like to do something like that, where someone else might interpret it as a demand. Well, a demand is something you absolutely must 100% have to do. It's a demand. If it was a demand, you would have done it because it's a demand. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You have to do it. If it's a request you have the option to either deny the request or approve the request. And if you deny the request, then so be it. You go on, you deny the request. Um, There's no demanding in a request. It's people interpret things in different ways. I know, like I've mentioned many times, I've coached high school soccer and baseball for years. Now I'm a high school ref. And every year we have the rules interpretation meeting. So the rules will change slightly over the years. Um, For one example, a rule that did change a few years back, state of Connecticut is the reason why it uh, changed, was it was written in the rule book that no permanent structure can be within 10 feet of the touch line. So the outside line of the soccer field, no permanent structure can be within 10 feet of the touch line. Uh, Someone at one point, got hurt. There's cases where you have small fields and you have fences and uh, benches that might be cemented into the ground that you have no choice. You can't move them. It, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. The The benches are going to be I mean, eight feet from the touch line, and a fence might only be five feet on the corner from the touch line, whatever the case may be. So the rule was now written that it is now recommended that no permanent object be within 10 feet of the touchline. So it went from, it can't be, I mean, kind of like a demand, to a request of, we would like 10 feet, but if you can't really control it, it is recommended. Uh, So you're going to find things like that where you have to be able to communicate with people and be able to interpret what is being discussed um, in the right way. I mean, in one case, like if, case of soccer, if I have two people that are soccer players and two people that are basketball players and the soccer players don't know anything about basketball and the basketball people don't know anything about soccer. And you have a discussion between two soccer players about a rule and you throw it out there and have the basketball players look at it and say, oh yeah, that's that's not it. That's a demand. That's, that's rude. They're manipulating you and blah, blah, blah. They have no idea the context of the game 
or of the conversation. So how would they be able to put endpoint on it? I mean, again, interpreting things is one person's way. And when we talk about rules of a game or um, different things, you do need to be able to have that conversation where the group of people, in this case, the group of officials and the group of the high school coaches that all get together to go over the rules so everyone can interpret them the same way or have the same understanding of the way the rule was interpreted when it was written, that makes things going forward much more cut and dry and everyone has the same interpretation moving forward. And there's going to be lots of times when you're going to have a discussion, you're going to have a conversation or try to communicate with someone and someone's going to interpret things different. I mean, I know there's cases, uh, and my wife knows I say this often, uh, English is her second language and yeah, she's been here since she was 16. She speaks it fluently. She, It's instinctive to her now, but when she gets nervous or anything like that, there's times when words will come out not quite right. There's times when she might say something and I can tell she used the wrong word. It's absolutely wrong. It makes no sense. I might stop her and say, hey, wait a minute. You said this. This means that. Are you sure that's what you meant to say? And she'll correct herself. Or I might even say, hey, I think you meant to use this word. And she'll correct herself. She's like, yeah, that's not what I meant. This is what I meant. So I interpreted it one way, realized it didn't make sense. I discussed it with her and we moved forward. There's other times where she might use a word that doesn't quite make sense, but it could fit. So I might then react or respond or continue the conversation based on what she said, even though it wasn't necessarily what she meant, but because it did fit kind of, sort of, I went with it. And then down the road, five minutes, 10 minutes later into the conversation where it's like, okay, we seem to be going off in a tangent. It's like, well, you said this. So I interpreted it based on the word said, not necessarily the meaning that she thought she was relaying to me. So there's times when you you really need to communicate. And again, having a, a request for something is not a demand. So if someone is interpreting a simple request as a demand, there's lack. There's definitely lack of communication there. That's one person's interpretation. Um, so you got to understand. And then when you put it out there to another group of people that have absolutely no idea what's going on, and then they throw in their two cents, and and you get the snowball effect. Um, I mean, it's kind of like interpreting I mean, passive aggressive natures and putting things out there like that is, I mean, extremely passive aggressive. Um, so you have things like that where. You can interpret it and, I mean, maybe in some cases I'm interpreting it as passive-aggressive. Maybe that person is not interpreting it as passive-aggressive. Um, there, There's different ways. I mean, communication is extremely important. I mean, I've said that many times. I mean, I feel I mean, communication is one of the, the top traits that anyone should have in any type of relationship. Like I said, whether it's friendship, business relationship, intimate relationship, Communication is extremely important. And if people aren't willing to sit down and have that talk um, where it's dedicated for communication, it's dedicated time to communicate on a certain topic, you're never going to be able to communicate and interpret things together and have the same interpretation of what's going on. Um, It's very difficult to to really work together in any type of relationship. Again, I mean, business I and mean, friendships, 
you have to have clear communication. Um, I know there's one thing uh, I, I watch Gary V's videos on Instagram and stuff like that where he just posted up something recently where he says one of the biggest problems with companies is they have an hour and 20 minute meetings that should only last 15 minutes. He says he has one one hour meeting a week. Everything else, it's sit down 15 minutes. Here's the things. Here's the information. We know what's going on and let's go. I mean, there's some times where you sit down and you're, you have this one task that you're going to work on and everything else is in the way and you're, you don't get to the point of what you do or you muddle it with everything else going around. And so when you have something you want to work on, you want to interpret different, different ideas or different feelings on what was going on, if you don't dedicate a time to that specific thing, if you're trying to overlap it with something else and you're trying to include it in another event that's going on, you're never going to really be able to get the proper uh, interpretation of what's going on, the proper feeling. Um, two people are going to look at things different and and not be able to work it out until it's uh, accepted by both parties to, to sit down and discuss what's going on. And there's definitely different ways of, of looking at things. Um, I mean, we say three sides to every story. I mean, what he said, what she said, and I mean, what actually happened. I mean, that's always the case. There's always three sides to every story. Um, there's a great comic that comes up on Instagram and Facebook all the time about perspective. Um, interpretation, perspective can kind of have interchangeable usage in different things. And two guys are sitting on a train and one guy's looking out the window to the left and he's looking at the stone wall that's along the train tracks. The other guy's looking out to the right and sees the beautiful valley and sunset and sunrise and lakes and trees and whatever the case may be. They're both on the same train. They're both going to the same place, but they both have a completely different view of what's going on. And I mean, it's kind of like, I hate politics. Everyone knows that. I've said that. It's kind of like and Democrats and Republicans, how can we both be looking at the same country and one says, we're doing great, and one says, we're doing awful. I mean, we're looking at the same thing. So how can we be that far apart on our interpretation of what's going on? Um, so big thing, like I said, communicate to interpret what's going on and what the situation looks like. You, you definitely need to have, I mean, clear communication and clear communication that's not distracted by other events. So you need to specifically sit down for that one topic. And you can't sit down and talk about all these different things or have something else going on at the same time. And how are you going to dedicate enough time and in your focus to what needs to be discussed if you're trying to piggyback it with other events and piggyback it with other times? And And again... When you have multiple people involved in things, it really takes um, the time for, for both parties to, to put time together and, and be willing to, to put time there. Um, and I, I know I've seen situations where people say, like, demands are manipulating. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. If you're demanding something, that is manipulating. I mean, I also think that it's manipulation if... Uh, you can't do what you want to do under your free will because someone else is controlling you. Um, so that's a manipulation as well. And um, we're always going to have different interpretations on and how we feel about things like that. Um, like I said, big thing is uh, communication is extremely important. Um, sitting down, having those conversations with people, um, making sure we we focus on 
just clear communication, um, communication. I know my father said it once. I know it's been said many times, though, that, I mean, you're given one mouth and two ears. Use them in the right proportion. I mean, listen twice as much as you speak. Um, and in some cases, I mean, if you keep speaking and keep speaking and keep speaking, um, you might lose the opportunity for someone else to listen. Um, so it's it's really tough. It's, it is a balancing act. Um, there's all sorts of different communications. Obviously, two people can sit down and and speak and have an actual conversation. I mean, now with, I mean, social media and internet and Facebook and all that stuff, there's what loses heart and um, feeling is in texting, a texting communication, uh, an email communication. Because no matter what, no matter how good of a mood I was in when I wrote something, if you're in a bad mood, you're going to read it in a bad mood and vice versa. I can be as cranky as I could be and writing something. And if you're in a good mood, you're going to read it in a good mood. So that's a poor way to communicate. If you really need to have communication, I feel that needs to be done verbally in in person because another part of communication and, and where you can get the interpretation is body language. I mean, body language is a big thing. You can tell how someone feels by the way they, they react to things, whether they can make eye contact, whether they're looking away. Um, I mean, other communications is just, I mean, the way what's being posted on, on social media and stuff like that, that is an obvious form of indirect communication. Um, so we got to make sure we, we communicate appropriately. Um, and again, interpretation is a big thing. And if we interpret things different, we need to sit down and discuss things and Again, if we if we talk too much where we're not having that conversation, and again, let's we have one mouth and two ears, so we need to listen twice as much as we speak. And I'm using the term speak, but that's speaking, that's writing, that's posting, that's whatnot. Um, eventually, if you speak too much, um, the opportunity for someone to listen might no longer be there, um, and it's it's tough. Um, so. As, as we move forward in, in any type of relationship, again, business, intimate, friendships, I mean, one-off business transactions, we always need to make sure that we communicate clearly with people, that we know that the interpretation is is right. Um, we say that, I, I know there's times, and it's, again, no secret. My wife and I have sat down and had a podcast together where we talked about the marriage roller coaster. And there's times when there is misinterpretation on what's discussed. And that happens all the time with people. Um, but if you're going to misinterpret something and that's it all said and done and you're going with that, um, you could lose out. Uh, and that's the thing. Rather than sit down and discuss it with someone and just misinterpret it and your interpretation is is as fine as stone, and that's it. That's what you're going with. It is what it is. Um, so always try to, again, communicate with people. Try to make sure you're on the same page as much as possible. Uh, this way there's, there's no misunderstanding, and, I mean, that's the best... And the best advice I, I can give you, and, I mean, I'm no expert at communication. I do pride myself on making it very important and trying to communicate with people as much as possible, which is why I I always request to have a time where 
whatever needs to be discussed is the sole thing being discussed. It's not piggybacked with another event. It's not piggybacked with another conversation. You just make sure you, you dedicate the time. And if it's important to you, there's it's one of those things. If it's important to you, we'll find time for it. Thanks for listening. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset. Hey guys, and please stay on and listen to this next song called Friends Around the Corner, an original song by my uncle, Jeff Simon. I've been wandering this world for 50 years now I still recall most places that I've been I drove a thousand smiles million tears now Still a billion things I've never seen But chances are I still got time to travel Though pretty sure the half time's come and gone And if by chance my schemes start to unravel or if it's clear that I ain't got very long When it's time I sure don't want no mourners Just send me Western Union out to sea I don't want no sad goodbyes, no forlorners Cause the final ride comes with a guarantee so have old Danny play his concertina and toss me out at sunset in the lead. Don't say no sad goodbyes, just say I'll see ya. I still got one more place I gotta be. And I don't know if the food's that good in heaven. If the fishing's fine, all the beer's ice cold and free. But I know we got good friends around that corner. And on this run, they're waiting there for me. So when I die, don't think of me as former. That's me, you're hearing clear as the captain's bell. I'm just hanging with some friends around the corner We'll all be there in heaven raising hell For every day we breathe we fear the mystery 
Live our lives not knowing where it leads. But all we leave is our stories and our history. There's friends around the corner, guaranteed. There's friends around the corner, guaranteed. They're waiting there for you. Waiting there for me. As for Captain Dave Shaw. Thank you.